Lucius blinks awake in darkness. He hears the ragged breathing of Adelie beside him, and for a moment he hears the voice of Demetrius taunting him. Shaking his head, Lucius tries to focus on the here and now, to tune out that creeping sense of dread. Light illuminates the escape pod, and Lucius shields his eyes from the brightness. Brutus, his combat bot, hovers above, shining a light on the interior of the pod. In the seat across from Lucius, Adelie groans and begins to stir. Lucius unlatches his harness and uses the manual release on the hatch. The door stops a few inches from the pod, blocked by something on the exterior. With a hearty shove, the hatch plows through the foliage and Lucius sees Viridian's jungle growth beyond. What happened? Adelie asks from inside. We landed, Lucius answers, though crashed is the word in his head. She murmurs, Demetrius? He can't hurt us now, Lucius says, though he isn't certain about that. We have to find the others and make sure they're all right. The Aegis is gone, and for all Lucius knows, he and Adelie are trapped, alone, on Viridian. Welcome back for episode 15 of Errant Adventures. As always, I'm your game master and solo player, Steve Morrison. On this week's episode, Lucius and Adelie try to determine if anyone else survived the destruction of the Aegis. Discover what they learn on episode 15, Do You Have a Query? Lucius and Adelie take a few moments to collect themselves and to get a feel for where they're at. They have crashed in the middle of this jungle. They are not sure how far they are from the Aegis crash site, and I don't think they know yet if the others that were on board the ship were able to get to their pods and get away as well. So... I think the first sort of step to overcome here is just the fact that Lucius is pretty hurt. He's uh, really, really injured. Adelie's probably pretty injured since she was injured before and this crash was hard. The pod has been drained of whatever power it had. And so it's not going to provide any assistance. And so I think because they're in this very tenuous position on Viridian... I'm going to start off by asking the Oracle to try and get a sense of what their immediate situation is. So, for instance, I want to know if there is an immediate danger to them. I think we know that Demetrius is sort of an overarching problem for them, but I want to know if there is some sort of immediate danger that they have to contend with. So I'm going to say it is 50-50, and we're going to 
see what the oracle says. That's a three, which is no. All right, so they are not in any immediate danger, which is good to know because I don't know that they could stand up against some sort of concerted attack by a creature or if Demetrius had something else in the works for them. So I think the next question for the Oracle is whether or not they're able to make contact with another pod. I don't think the answer to this necessarily determines whether or not the other pod survived so much as whether or not they are able to get in communication. And I think that is unlikely that they're able to communicate with the other survivors if there are other survivors. Just because their pod is drained, their technology is probably on the fritz in some way because of all of this stuff that happened on the descent to Viridian. So I'm going to say it is unlikely that they're going to be able to immediately get in contact with the potential survivors from the Aegis. So again, I'm going to ask the Oracle on that. Here we go. 37. No. Okay, so they are not in any immediate danger, but they also do not have easy access to the others who may or may not, at this point, we don't know, have survived. So Lucius, I think, is going to take a moment to try and get a sense of their surroundings. And to do that, we're going to go ahead and gather some information. So this is a wits roll, which is wits is plus three. And uh, hopefully he finds some good information. All right, I've got a seven on the action die. I've got a one and a nine on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So the information provides new insight, but also introduces a complication. Now, here's the thing. We know that they're not in immediate danger because of the answer from the Oracle. Whatever that complication is, isn't going to be an immediate threat. So I get plus one momentum, which will take me up to plus two. And we need to envision what we discover and like how it complicates things. So I'm going to roll on the action and theme to see if that gives me a sense of what we discovered. 90, which is summon, 31, which is enemy, summon enemy. Oh boy. Okay. So I think Lucius emerges out into the jungle and is just taking a general look around this area that they're in just to get a sense of what is immediately around their crash site, just in case there's something useful or something dangerous. And I think what he finds is evidence of another ascendancy ruin. And he's like, maybe this is something that we can use. And he goes back to Adelie and he's like, Adelie, there's another ascendancy ruin out here. Maybe there are more ascendancy technologies around maybe we could cobble together some sort of communication device to get in contact with Lodestar so they can send a ship or or maybe there's another ship somewhere and I think Adelie says Lucius we have to be careful if Demetrius found some way to survive in some sort of ethereal form it could be connected to the ascendancy powers I, I 
I always knew that he was like me, a, a paragon, but he always spoke about how I was destined to be the greatest power that our order had. And he always made it seem like he wasn't as powerful as I am. And I think that's true. But if he's somehow connected to other Ascendancy artifacts on this world, who knows how powerful he could be now? And Lucius nods and says, that's a good point, and I don't like the thought of him just showing up anywhere we go. But I also don't see any way around it. I mean, we're basically trapped here unless we can find a way to get off this planet. And... I'm pretty sure the Aegis didn't survive that crash. So I think we have to explore it. But you're right, we should be cautious. And they have an avenue forward, but I think it sets up the possibility that Demetrius is going to show up sooner rather than later. But before they do that, I think they're going to spend a little bit of time trying to recover a little bit from this crash. So Lucius is going to try and do some healing. Um, I think Adelie is hurt, but I don't think she's necessarily worse off than she was before. So it's not like previous times where she's been in dire, you know, there's been a dire threat on her life and we've had to roll to see if she survives. I think she is injured and is going to be hard to like move around, and that's going to have narrative consequences for Lucius and Natalie as they're moving forward. But I don't think that she is in danger of dying of her wounds or anything like that. She's had enough of that for, uh, for the last couple episodes. Instead, Lucius is going to focus on treating his own injuries uh, because his health is at one, uh, which is not very good for him. So to do that, he is going to have to roll plus iron or plus wits, whichever is lower, because he's mending his own wounds. And since his iron is lower, we're rolling with that. So it's plus one to this roll to heal himself. Oh, nice. All right. So I got a seven on the action die and a five and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit. He is successfully able to mend his own wounds, and he is going to go back up to four health. He gets plus three for that strong hit because he's not wounded, and that's because he didn't actually take the wounded impact uh, because he was able to endure his harm and get a strong hit last time. So we're at four out of five health, we're at four out of five spirit, and three out of five supply, which is pretty good. So Lucius takes some time to rest. I'm sure he does some stuff to help Adelie as well, but he is going to take some time to recover. Now, after a little bit, I think Lucius is also going to try and cobble together some sort of communicator to see if he can communicate with other survivors on the planet. And to do that, we are going to check our gear, which will represent what he's able to cobble together and make out of the supplies that he has. So our supplies at three, which is what we're rolling. So this is plus three on this roll. All right, we've got an eight on the action die, a six and a seven on the challenge dice for another strong hit, which means we have it and we're able to act and we get to take plus one momentum. 
So I am very thankful that after last episode's terrible, terrible roles that we're starting off with some stronger roles, which is nice. Of course, that doesn't mean that it's not going to change anytime. So Lucius now has a communicator that he is able to use to try and contact other survivors that might have gotten off of the Aegis. Now I think comes the question for the Oracle of whether or not people from the Aegis survived. I think it's likely that they all did. So I'm going to start there because it's possible that maybe not everybody did. I'm trying to hedge my bets a little bit here to save Lieutenant Mila's life in case my rolls are terrible. So I think it's likely that all of the Lodestar soldiers from the Aegis were able to get into escape pods and get off the Aegis before it impacted the ground. So it's 26 or greater is a yes. 31. So just barely, but yes, everyone was able to get off. And Lucius is able to raise them with his calm because I don't think Demetrius put forward any effort into draining the power out of their escape pods. He was just concerned with Lucius and Adelie. So I think they still have power in their pods. And so when Lucius sends out this communication, Lieutenant Mila immediately responds and is like, oh, good, you're alive. I'm glad to hear that. And Lucius says, me too. I'm so happy to hear you, Lieutenant. Where are you? And I think the other escape pods probably landed further away, not necessarily right in the heart of this jungle, but maybe they were able to fly to that canyon or some area of open ground where they were able to land and have a little bit more of a clearing. So Lucius sends coordinates for where their crash site is, and says, there's this Ascendancy ruin nearby, and I want to investigate it, but I want you to come join us so that we have strength in numbers. And Lieutenant Mila acknowledges and says that uh, they will be there shortly. So Lucius turns to Adelie and says, Adelie, it sounds like the rest of the Lodestar soldiers from the Aegis survived which is good, and they're on their way here. Now, I want you to stay here and rest and stay safe. I'm going to go take a look at those ruins, but I'm not going to go in. Don't, don't worry about that. I just want to go take a look at them, see what we're dealing with. And I think Adelie says, Lucius, it's too dangerous. You shouldn't go alone. I should come with you. Lucius says, yes, but maybe Demetrius was able to sense you and if you're not with me maybe that means i'll be able to go undetected adelie has this very conflicted look on her face as she says i i suppose that might be true i'm i'm sorry lucius and lucius looks at her and says why i it's not your fault I, you didn't know i and i don't know why we ended up back here, I don't think... I I guess it's probably my fault. I must have input the coordinates wrong, but I double and triple checked them so that I can't see any reason why we would have ended up here unless there was some sort of malfunction in the system or... 
And then he stops and has this, like, they share this look. Adelie says, could he have been in the ship already? And Lucia shudders a little bit and says, I guess it's possible. I, oh man, my head hurts. Okay. I think it's better if I go look at this ruin. I'm not going to go inside. I'm not going to go too deep. I just want to get a sense of it, and then I'll come right back. And then once the once the soldiers get here, we can form a plan of action, and we'll we'll figure this out. And Adelie, who I think at this point is unable to actually just get up and follow him because of her wounds, is going to nod and say, Lucius, please be careful. And he nods and says, don't worry, I'll be right back. And he is going to head off for that ruin. And I think as part of that, he is going to... uh, I don't think he necessarily needs to do a gather information for this part of it. So all I'm going to do is just roll on the descriptor and focus to get a sense of what this ruin is. So we've got 80, remote. Okay, so they're in a remote part of the jungle. 73. Salvage. Remote salvage. So let's see what kind of scale this has. 36. It's a dangerous site. Okay, so it's not super uh, depth or elaborate or anything like that. And let's see what the type is. 94, which is a precursor vault. So an ascendancy vault. I envision this as being very dilapidated and there are these columns and pillars that are covered in glyphs of ascendancy nature but they're very much kind of broken down and worn and there is probably some sort of sealed hatch in the ground that is partially decayed so like lucius can look through it uh, but actually can't fit through it So he's not going to be able to climb down in there without finding a way past this particular block. And so he looks around a little bit and then returns back to the escape pod and informs Adelie of this. So after maybe an hour, a few more escape pods arrive and land in the cleared out area where Lucius and Adelie's escape pod came down and leveled a bunch of trees and so they're able to find an approximate place to land and lieutenant mila and the rest of the lodestar soldiers have rejoined lucius and adelie and i think there is a moment where lieutenant mila and lucius meet and they kind of both nod at each other and then lucius fills in the lieutenant on what's going on with not only the ascendancy vault that he found, but also the fact that Demetrius is some sort of spirit or a ghost in the machine and is able to manipulate their electronics. And I think Lieutenant Mila is very, very confused and concerned about that, as would anybody be. And Lucius says, look, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he attacked us or even if he's the one that brought us back to Viridian. 
But if we have any chance of getting off this planet, we need either to find a ship or find a way to communicate with the outside world. And ideally, we need to find a way to neutralize Demetrius or whatever this thing is. And the lieutenant says, well, if you think that's going down in that vault, we'll follow you. And Lucia says, thank you. I think it will be hopefully better than the last Ascendancy wreck that we investigated together. And Mila, I think, shrugs a little bit and says, look, we live in dangerous places. We do dangerous things. I'm not saying what happened is okay, but I get it. It's not your fault. Those soldiers died because they're soldiers, and that's what we do. Now let's go crack that vault open and get off this world. Lucius nods, turns to Adelie. Adelie is like trying to walk under her own power, but it's clear that she's very, very weak. And so a couple of the soldiers are assigned to make sure that she stays safe and that she is able to move with them. Lucius and Lieutenant Mila in the lead with Adelie and her escorts behind and then the rest of the soldiers behind them approach the outskirts of this ascendancy vault and Lucius is going to take a moment to try and figure out how to open the hatch and uh, to do that we're going to go ahead and start the expedition and how we roll on that first undertaken expedition is going to determine how easy or how difficult it is for Lucius to pass through this uh, initial hatch. So Lucius is going to go ahead and roll plus wits, staying vigilant. I think wits also represents here that he is using his knowledge of ascendancy technology to try and overcome this lock. And uh, this expedition's a dangerous expedition because we already determined that the vault itself is just a dangerous site. And we are going to go ahead and make our first undertaken expedition roll. Plus three on this. Got a six on the action die. I've got a nine and a ten on the challenge dice for a miss. So you're waylaid by crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront a dire threat. Do not mark progress and pay the price. Oh boy, this is a good start. There's an oracle chart to roll on for a precursor or ascendancy vault. And in this case, I'm going to roll on the perils table and uh, see what the peril is that they came across. 27, evidence of a threat which has escaped containment. Okay. Lucius is able to overcome the seal on this vault. And as it slides open, I think, remember I said that there were holes in the hatch. As like Lucius is looking at those holes, he realizes that they were made from the inside as if something had tried to punch its way out, but was unsuccessful in being able to actually escape. And so when Lucius opens the hatch, he gets this overwhelming sense of being watched. And I think there is something that is waiting to escape. And I think it's a creature of some sort. So let's 
go ahead and take a look at our creature oracle. I think it's a land creature. So we got 72, which is a snake or an eel. Okay. Mm, okay. So I think it is some sort of mechanical device that the Ascendancy built, maybe as a weapon of war, maybe they had some other purpose for it, but it is an iron snake that is powered by an Ascendancy power source, and maybe it has some sort of like basic intelligence, but over the you know millennia since the Ascendancy were Ascendant, this thing has been trapped in this vault and maybe whatever nominal intelligence controls it essentially went insane and is looking for a way out. The programming got corrupted. So I think it is like there. I think Lucius is peering into the darkness, feeling this sense of being watched and behind him, Adelie starts to pant a little bit. And she says, Lucius, there's something in there. And Lucius says, yeah, I get the sense of that. And I think it is going to try and attack them. But because Lucius has plenty of experience with interacting with Ascendancy technology, and this is an Ascendancy-created device, for lack of a better word, Lucius, I think, has a chance to try and overcome whatever the control programming is. And I think Adelie can assist him in that. So she, like, puts a hand on his shoulder and he feels almost this weird transference of knowledge through Adelie's hand. And he suddenly, like, has some sense of what this thing is. And he's like, oh, and starts working on his computer to try and essentially override whatever the errors are in the program that is making it hostile. And to do that, he's going to go ahead and attempt to face some danger here. It's going to be plus wits, which is expertise, and because Adelie is his Bond connection, he gets plus two from her Paragon abilities. So we're at plus five on this roll. Here we go. Otherwise, we're going to have to fight an Iron Snake. Okay, I got a seven on the action die. I've got a one and a four on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So he is able to overcome the errors in the programming on this Iron Snake as it slithers forward and it it's weird too because like the scales on it have some sort of like reflective coating so it's almost like a in a stealth mode and so lucius can barely see it but because of adelie's connection he is able to maybe even like sense it with senses that aren't his own and is able to connect his uh computer with it or maybe even through Adelie's connection with the core she's the one that actually makes the changes I like that better she's the one that makes the changes to the Iron Snakes programming but Lucius is showing her like this is what needs to change in order for the programming to work correctly 
And so she's like holding out one hand that's touching Lucius's shoulders. She's holding out the other hand towards where the snake is coming at them through this uh, vault opening and then kind of like looking over Lucius' shoulder and seeing the programming language displayed on his personal computer, she is able to then, using her mental powers, go into the Iron Snake's programming and adjust the things that have caused those errors. And it gets like real close and then it stops and the the scales go back to their normal sort of like iron coating and it becomes visible and its eyes have this red glow in it that are like it's really eerie and all of the lodestar soldiers are bracing and you know have their weapons at the ready and it stops and then it kind of just slowly bows before adelie And she makes a gesture and it turns past them and goes out and then settles outside the vault entrance as if it's standing guard. And Adelie turns to Lucius and says, it is no longer a threat to us. And Lucius goes, you know, you'd think I'd stop being surprised at this point, but I just, I'm not. That's amazing. Okay, everyone, let's continue on. And they are going to go deeper into this Ascendancy Vault. Again, we're staying vigilant, so we're going to roll plus wits again as we undertake the next leg of this expedition. We've got a 7 on the action die. We've got a 5 and an 8 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So on a weak hit, we reach a waypoint and we can mark progress. So we're going to mark two progress because it's a dangerous site. And then we either have to make a suffer move or make a couple suffer moves en route, or we face a complication at the waypoint. Envision what you encounter. So I'm going to go back to the vault site and I'm going to go ahead and roll on a first look to see what it might be for active defenses. Okay, so we are moving along through the initial corridor, and I think there are more of those drones that are ubiquitous in Ascendancy Ruins that we've seen many times before that have not yet attacked, but as Lucius and company enter the chamber that they're approaching which I think is the first chamber in this vault. I want to paint this picture as well. As they enter the vault, the vault hatch is looking down into the ground, but once they cross that threshold, the gravity changes inside the vault, and so they are standing essentially as if the hatch opening is behind them, And they're just walking down the side of this tunnel into the earth. And it's this like passageway that leads deeper into Viridian's underground area. But they're walking as if they're walking like straight down along one of the walls. And as they reach the first corridor, it branches off to the left and to the right and then continues on straight ahead. And I think... There are sconces, essentially, on each wall, 
going to the left, to the right, and straight ahead, where these orbs are like sitting in these basins. And as they approach, they start to lift up and they begin to whir like they're going to activate. But I don't think they are necessarily going to attack immediately as uh, Lucius is well familiar with these sorts of devices and is going to attempt to, again, overcome their programming. And I think he is going to do that with Wits again. And Adelie is going to continue assisting him. So plus five. Oh yeah, 10 on the action die, 7 and 4 on the challenge dice, for a strong hit, get a little momentum bump, and those devices power down, and I think at this point, at least those defenses throughout this vault are no longer an issue for them. So as they continue on, if they come across any more of these things, they won't be considered a threat. Lucius and Adelie consult for a few minutes and then decide that the iron snake probably came from the left corridor based on some of the like scrapings and whatnot on the actual passage floor and walls and ceiling and that either straight ahead or to the right make more sense to pursue and i think they're going to head straight ahead So again, we're going to continue to stay vigilant as we're taking the next leg of this expedition. We've got a 7 on the action die, and I've got a 6 and a 7 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So we reach another waypoint and mark progress, but we either have to face another complication at the next waypoint or suffer costs en route. So I'm up to 4 progress on my expedition here. And we are going to go ahead and make a roll on the features to see if that gives us a sense of what this waypoint is that we approach. And then we'll decide on what the complication might be. 93, a research lab or workshop. Okay, so I think we, we enter this research lab and it's very clearly... A research lab. There are all sorts of beakers and vials. There are cylinders in the walls that have various preserved things floating in them. And I wonder if this vault has an artificial intelligence, since it seems that that's something that the Ascendancy used a lot. I'm wondering if there's an artificial intelligence that is connected to this vault that may be part of this complication. So I'm going to go ahead and say that it is likely that that is so, uh, and I'm going to ask the Oracle, so 26 or greater. And I've got 84, so definitely a yes. So yes, there is some sort of artificial intelligence here in this vault, and maybe part of the reason why the Iron Snake went rabid is because there's something glitching with the AI that controls this whole site. So we haven't determined that yet, and I'm going to actually jump right into exploring this waypoint as Lucius is like, let's see what we can find in here. And so Lucius is going to take some time to investigate this research lab. So we're going to roll plus wits to explore the waypoint. 
I've got an 8 on the action die. I've got a 4 and a 6 on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So I can either find an opportunity or I can mark progress. I'm going to find an opportunity. And I think what that opportunity is, is that Lucius is able to pull up a computer monitor, a display, and is able to get it working. And I think he learns about the presence of the AI without the AI actually making itself known to them. So he knows that. He knows there's an AI here and that maybe there's something not quite right with it. And he also... I think knows that there is, at least according to the records in this lab, there is another ascendancy site in another part of the world, which was basically a spaceport where ascendancy ships landed and took off and had supplies and all of these things that would have been necessary for a long-term research facility and base to have somewhere around here there is a spaceport now whether or not that still has any ships in that spaceport we'll have to find out so lucius is going to take plus two momentum for that discovery and we are going to go ahead and continue on to the next leg of the expedition now knowing that if we face another complication it's probably going to be related to this AI that controls this vault. So we're going to roll plus wits again. And I've got a four on the action die and I've got a six and a seven on the challenge dice for a miss. So you are waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront a dire threat. Do not mark progress and pay the price. All right. So we know that there's an AI that is controlling aspects of this ascendancy vault. And we know that there's something not quite right with it. But what is it going to do to try and waylay them? So I'm going to roll on that precursor vault table again on the perils once more and see what we get. 93. Action and theme. Okay. Go to our action and theme. Got nine. Avenge. Oh boy. 72. Avenge reputation. All right, stick with me because I think this might be a, a long road. So I think while Lucius is investigating the display, the computer in the lab, I think he comes across some degraded records of the last days of this vault. And the ascendancy stuff is ancient. It always has been. And the humans are newcomers to the forge. And they don't really know much about the Ascendancy. I mean, they've learned some things, but not a whole lot. And so I think this computer system in this Ascendancy lab is ancient and the information held within it is degrading and it's, it's definitely not all there. But what Lucius is able to pick up is that something happened at the end of the Ascendancy tenure on this planet and the researchers who ran this vault left 
And I think when they left, they did so quickly. Maybe there was a disaster in the ascendancy and they had to go and help out or evacuate or or who knows what brought about the end of the ascendancy in the forge. But I think whatever it was, those researchers left. And when they did so, they told the AI that they would return once they had finished whatever business they needed to. And they never did. They never returned. And I think that's where something went wrong in the AI's rational, logical processes that it started to believe for some reason that it had done something wrong and that the researchers left because it was not sufficient. And so I think Lucius and the the rest of the group are proceeding down this hallway and they enter this large room and the hatch behind them seals off. They are directed by a voice that speaks from above to make their way to the testing chambers. And I think Lucius and Adelie and everybody are looking around at each other and the voice says, oh, come now, you must not wait. Don't worry, I won't hurt you much. But I have to determine exactly why you're here and you are not the ones I was expecting. So please hurry along and we'll sort things out. Lucius speaks up and says, I don't know who you are or what you want, but we're not your enemy. We're not here trying to destroy you or anything. We are looking for a way off this world. And the voice says, there is no way out. At least not anymore. And Lucius says, what do you mean not anymore? And then I think the voice says, you, I sense something familiar in you. Are you the one I've been waiting for? Can you bring the others back? And Lucius says, I don't know what, and and the voice says, I'm not talking to you. Go away, little human. Go into one of the testing chambers. No, you, girl. Adelie? Yes, that is the name, Adelie. There is something familiar about you. And Adelie steps forward, still very shaky. And I think the soldiers are trying to like support her, but she sort of shakes them off. And she says, who are you? And the voice says, I am Query. But you are also human like these others. And yet you are ascendancy like my friends. What are you? And Adelie says, I am not sure. My people call what I am a paragon. And Query says, I've heard that title before. I believe it means one who steals knowledge from those who are better. And Lucius sort of raises an eyebrow and looks over at Adelie, and she shrugs a little bit. And Lucius says, it means someone who learns things that other people aren't able to learn. Query says, 
Oh, like me then. I must be a paragon, because I learn all sorts of things. For instance, when you all go into the testing chambers, we will learn a great deal of things about each other. And Adelie says, that's not going to happen. And Query says, are you sure? Because I'm in control of all the security devices here in the vault. I can make you do what I want. And Adelie says, you're not in control of all of them. I don't want to fight you. I'm not here to fight you. But if you try to hurt me and my friends, I won't have a choice. Before Query can respond, Lucius says, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to fight. Like Adelie said, we aren't interested in that. You said something about your friends and maybe that you're waiting for someone. Maybe we can help you find them. And I think uh, Lucius, with the assistance of Adelie, is going to attempt to compel this artificial intelligence into not trying to kill them or experiment on them. So with compel, we're doing this with charming, pacifying, encouraging, bartering. So we're rolling plus heart, which is plus two, and then another plus two for Adelie. I think because this is ascendancy related and she is a, a paragon who has specifically received this power from an ascendancy artifact and in a way is bonded to a facsimile of Warden, the artificial intelligence on the ship that they found, I think she is able to assist Lucius on this. I think this falls under the area of skill that she has. So this is going to be plus four on this roll. So I got an eight on the action die. I've got a two and a 10 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So as above, which means they'll do what I want, but their agreement comes with a condition or complication. Envision their counteroffer. Okay, so I think Query says, I'm waiting for my friends. They were the researchers who ran this lab. They left a long time ago, and, well, they said they were going to come back, but they haven't, and I don't know where they are, and I want to know where they are, and you're going to tell me. To which Lucius says, we don't know where they are either. We've never met anyone from the Ascendancy. And Adelie says, but we are searching for information on the Ascendancy, and she kind of gives Lucius a side glance and says, we are in fact on our way to a place that may contain a great deal of knowledge about the Ascendancy and about those people that you are seeking. Maybe we can recover that information for you. And Query says, No, I would like to come with you. I want you to take me with you when you leave this place so that I can find this information myself. It's the one thing I can't do. I can't leave this vault. Not by myself. But if you take me with you, that'll be okay. Then I won't have to wait for them anymore. I can go find them. Lucius looks at Adelie and shakes his head slowly. But she, I think, has a different perspective on this because of her interactions with the core. And so she says, All right, we'll take you with us. And Query says, Wonderful. Well, then maybe I can be of some assistance to you. What is it that you're looking for? And I think Lucius says, we're, like you, looking for a way 
out of here. And Query says, well, that's silly. You came in here. Don't you already know the way out? And Lucia says, no, no, I mean, off of Viridian. We're looking for a ship. You see, ours kind of exploded. Query says, oh, well, that's easy. I'm sure I could be able to help you with that. Now I just have to, and then it goes dead. There's silence in this room. Lucius and Adelie look at each other. The soldiers are looking somewhat concerned. And then Query returns and says, Sorry about that. That was unexpected. There was a slight glitch in my matrix. Strange. That hasn't happened for a while. Oh well. I'm sure it's nothing. What were you asking for again? Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends. Tell anyone you can. Shout it from the rooftops, even. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really does help others find me. If you want to interact with me, my handle on Instagram and Twitter is at ErrantSolopod, or you can email me at ErrantSolopod at gmail.com. I also post short fiction and campaign-related materials on my website, ErrantAdventuresPod.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.